Erlana. Yes? You smell good, babe. Thank you. You just got out of the shower. Yes, I did. And you put something on afterwards. Um, it was lotion. Ooh. Yeah, nice. it, it's the kind of lotion that really soaks into your skin. Mm. Is that that face lotion that's in there? Um, that is part of it. It's okay. my It's my, um, my moisturizer, but the, the... The body lotion I put on really soaks into my skin. I used some of that face lotion this morning. Yeah, it's good stuff, isn't it? It is good stuff. Did you use any of the coconut oil? I did not. I just stuck with the face lotion. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Um, when I first put it on, um, because this is uh, what I um, what I tried from uh, a lovely company in Idaho called Melaleuca. Yep. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Uh, you don't get paid from them. Well, I don't. Um, I don't, uh, and I'll have to explain that to you later because I don't think everybody needs to know that okay. yet right now. Um, oh. But um, it's good stuff. I mean, the products I've been using have been excellent. I took um, my multivitamins, and they're from them. Um, I uh, use their uh, face wash and moisturizer and lotion and toothpaste. And I do gonna, like their toothpaste. And I'm going to get, yep, and I'm going to get more of that, and I'm going to get, and they also have um, body wash, which I have not, um, I used it before, but I haven't, um, I haven't used the current body washes I have right now um, from them. Uh, and they do have uh, soap uh, bath bars, but they're really good bath bars. Uh, they're amazing. Is that the, <laughs> so do you, you have their soap and they're the... The, the the bar soap in there. Yep, probably... it is a honey and almond bath bar. Oh, that's good. I use that bath bar. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they also have other ones. They have like a citrus bath bar. They've got, um, they have names for them like the gold bar. Um, they also have like an exfoliating bar. And their, their, um, their body washes are from the same skincare line they have. Um, and they have different skincare lines. It's not just the one... Uh, line so they work with other companies too interesting they even have perfumes wow yep they do i haven't worn i i I have a couple of their bottles of perfumes but i haven't worn them in a while they are good very nice and the great thing about these products is that they are uh they are they do not have any harsh chemicals in them that's good they use their cleaners um they have like more than one kind of cleaner too it's yeah, so um, so Melaleuca plug, everybody. <laughs> I've not used a lot of their products except through you, but I've liked what I've used. I think I've heard other people talk about them before. But. Oh, they, they are such a great company, and, and I've learned about them throughout the years. It's, um, this is not um, the first time I've used their products because I know people that have given me products, mm-hmm. and my mom used to be... Uh, my mom used to uh, be signed up with them. I don't know if she still is, but their products are just amazing and they even have a bath oil too nice which i'm thinking about getting uh, a bottle of that eventually because it is really good for your skin and Ooh. it really soaks into your skin Ooh. by the way speaking yes. of baths did you know that you can get dead sea salt i overheard you saying that to your sister or your sister saying that to you on the phone the other day uh-huh. when you were getting upset with me for not tickling you but I was not. We'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that in a little while. Right. But I didn't exactly know what that meant because I heard you say something. Oh, I didn't know you could get your tea shot. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Oh. Dead Sea salt is um, what she understood is it's literally from the Dead Sea itself. And it has a lot more minerals than um, 
Epsom salt is really good, yeah. but Dead Sea salt, I think, is another a level of good. Interesting. Yeah. And she said she's going to try it. She hasn't tried it yet. Okay. But she bought, like, a bag, like a... I forgot how many pound bag... I think it might have been a five pound bag or something, and she's she's um she's gonna use it in in her baths. Oh, nice! And um, now that I have a bathtub, I can do that. You're gonna get back on the bath revolution. Uh, I'm I'm actually a shower person. I but too. I'm a shower person, but once in a while, I love taking a long bath. I, I love that. I probably haven't taken a bath since like '99 or '98. That's so nice. Yeah. Nice warm water and nice bubbles, or if you have like an oil in there and it just soaks into your skin, and if you put like some, some kind of really good salt in there and it just, oh, I could sleep in there. Well, I won't, because I could drown in the bathtub. You could. But but I love just sitting there and and um, soaking in warm water, and then after that I, I drain the tub, shower off, and that's it. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. You moved recently, babe, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but now that it's been about a week or so, or mm-hmm. almost two weeks, how are you feeling? I love it. I absolutely love it. It just reminds me of when I used to live on my own when I was living in Seattle, and um, eventually I will learn the neighborhood, and I just, I just love, I just love that I moved at this time because it's getting warmer. It's, uh, you know, I've got air conditioning in my apartment, which I've never had before. Because the other two apartments, um, I had therm- I had one apartment with a really nice thermostat, but no air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And the other old, the other apartment that I lived in in Seattle was old, and there was no air conditioning, <clears throat> and there was no elevator, so I had to walk up and down the stairs just like everybody else. Yeah, I had to walk down the stairs to uh, throw my garbage away. I hated that. <laughs> I walked down the back stairs. I had to walk up two flights of stairs to bring my groceries to my apartment. I hated that too. Yeah. I really wish I... I don't know why I didn't. I did not have a cart back then. I should have gotten one. I didn't even think about that. But you will be getting one soon. Yes, eventually. Very nice, babe. Very Both nice. for uh, groceries and for laundry. That's right. They're great for that, babe. Yes. No, I love it. I really love it. Um... I don't know any of my neighbors yet. The only people I know, the only person I know in the building right now is a manager. And she seems like a nice lady. She's a, she's a very nice lady. I think she's very personable and yeah. she likes to laugh a lot. Yeah. I think she's, uh, I think she's probably one of the nicest managers I've met. That's good. Yes, she is. Yes. Very nice. Yes. We've been hanging out, watching some TV. Yes, we have. What have you been thinking about that? Um, I really, really enjoyed the Star Trek stuff that I watched with you so far. And I really don't understand the whole controversy with Deep Space Nine. Do you? Well, I kind of get it because I can't remember if we talked about this before. If we did, we're going to talk about it again. Okay. Deep Space Nine came out when I was like 10 years old, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I tried watching it back then. I couldn't really get that far into the show. Right. I mean, I've, I've seen a number of episodes back then, and I knew who all the main characters were. But I didn't really like it that much back then, because I, it just seemed like a weird version of Star Trek to me. Hmm. And less than a year ago, I had the idea of, what if I went back and I tried to watch Deep Space Nine and see if it appealed to me more now? Yeah. And it has become my favorite uh, series in all of Star Trek. 
Wow. Yeah. And you just recently watched it a year ago, right? Within the last year. I think I started last August or September. When we went, yeah. Yeah, we, we were, were we were dating him. Yeah, yeah, wow. We were heavy into our, our relationship. This was after the last Blues Festival. This was uh, like a couple, a couple months after that. Wow. To give you some context. So if you would have asked me during the last Blues Festival, what are your thoughts on Deep Space Nine? I also would have said it's not that good of a show. Hmm. So I kind of get why people don't like it. Why, though? Well, so when you look at the shows that preceded it, it's not that there weren't problems. Mm -hmm. You know, the Federation, which is their military, would sometimes have wars. Yes. And would often run across alien races who did weird stuff. And Uh sometimes there would even be issues with the crew. Uh But they were easier to solve. Mm -hmm. You could solve them in like an hour or an hour or two. Right. And sometimes people would die. In Mm -hmm. fact, actually, Star Trek is is really good about that because a lot of people die on Star Trek. A lot of people do, yeah. A lot Mm -hmm. of people die on Star Trek. Mm -hmm. But you could kind of always figure it out quickly. Right. You know, because because there's more black and white. There was some gray, but there was a, it it, it followed into the category of more good or bad than just in the middle. Mm -hmm. And the episodes that oddly enough stand out to me in both the original series and the next generation are the episodes where there's more of a gray area. But in deep space nine, there's a lot of gray area. Like somebody who's good one week could be you know, awful the next week. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite characters on the show is somebody who you, when you first meet him, you don't know whether he's good or bad. Mm-hmm. And when the series ends, you still don't know whether he's good or bad. Yeah. You uh, know? And, and that's the way because, with a couple characters. Is it because uh, people couldn't figure out the storyline until, you know, until they watch a little more of it? Or is it because the story the story lines really make you think about stuff. Well, that's one of the things about not being able to figure <clears throat> it out unless you watch more of it because on The Next Generation, for example, they, they do like two-parter episodes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they bring up stuff that happened in the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. But with um, DS9... There's one of the one of the plot lines is like a ten part episode hmm. in the last season. There's a ten part episode. Really? You know, yeah, and they, they have things that happen in the first season come up through the last season. Hmm. You know, so you you have to pay a little bit more attention to it. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that's one of the reasons why it's better now, because when it first came out, if you missed a week, you just you you missed a big part of the plot line. Wow. And even before that 10-part episodes, they did like three and four-part episodes. Really? Yeah. So you kind of have to pay a little bit more attention. Hmm. Um, you don't always know who's good or who's bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first officer on DS9 is a former terrorist, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, there's some mm-hmm. other questionable characters, too. So it, it makes you think a little bit more. But I like that. Yeah. I like thinking. I like pondering um, and then you also mentioned a lot of religious stuff in there, a lot of religious uh, symbolism. What are you thinking of some of the religious stuff so far? Because you've I, seen the ones that it's come up most with is we watched Emissary, but we also watched In the Hands of the Prophets. The, the Yeah, that, that really makes you think about what's really going on right now. Um, the, um, I, I also thought that in some ways... Um, the visitor had some religious overtones. Oh, tell me your thoughts on that. I'm interested. Well, because mm-hmm, um, I'm trying to see how I can phrase it or talk about it. Um, but okay, so in Christianity, for example, because that's the one that I, that's the one religion I know more about yeah. than any religion. Somebody had to die, 
in order for others to live. Okay. Right? Yeah. That is the recurring thing about salvation, the concept of salvation, mm. accepting salvation. Someone had to die in order to save you. So, Ben, uh, uh, older Ben. Jake, you mean? I'm sorry, older Jake, excuse me. Yeah. Um, ben, Ben is his father. Older Jake had to die somehow, and he was willing to sacrifice his life so that the younger Jake could have his father. Yeah. So when I think about that and, and I think about Christianity, somebody made a big, big, major, major sacrifice for others to live. Mm-hmm. And so that's 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 how I see it. And I, I think it's very um uh I think it's very poignant. Oh, interesting. I'm 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 glad you felt that way. I think it's very poignant. I did not make that connection, but now that you're saying it, it makes complete sense. It, it, it uh, yeah. I mean, and I'm just like, how beautiful is that? Mm-hmm. Someone was willing to die so that somebody else could live. I mean, it's a beautiful. It's it's a big sacrifice, but it's beautiful. There's something beautiful about that. And then at the end, when when he knocks down Yang Jake, when uh, Ben comes back and he knocks down his son, and they miss that. Plasma beans. Yes. It's like, are you all right, Danny? He's like, I am now. And he's crying. I am now. Oh, I almost heard Oh, I know, I know, I know. I I mean, that is, um, I did not cry, but yeah. if I watched it by myself, I probably, I may have. I, I, and I don't cry def- very often. I could definitely see crying. That's my favorite episode of all of Star Trek. But, but I thought about that in connection. I just, I actually just thought about it right now. Go ahead. About the, about um, somebody dying so that, uh, that somebody else could live. Yeah. And it's a, it's a beautiful, um, there's, there's beauty in that. Yeah. So, so, what do you think of the the whole idea? We'll explore Deep Space Nine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of, and I know you haven't watched the whole series, so it's kind of hard to put it all in context. But of what you watch now, of the Bajoran people thinking that the captain, that Cisco, is a prophet. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, that, that's fair because you haven't seen the lot I of don't, the show yet. I don't know. Um, I'm. I don't. I don't understand it, but yeah. it's it's interesting. You know, um, I do I do like the character of Benjamin Sisko. I love his character. I think he's he seems like a very noble person, uh, very powerful, um, very much in command. Mm-hmm. I think um, he always tries to do what is right for him and his son, um, and he just wants to understand things. and And the the one episode we saw the uh, yesterday, right, the one um, where they go into the future. Four years after this year, right. right? Past tense, parts one and two. That is that is fantastic. Yeah, that's I brilliant. Love, I, that I've is, I've watched that double episode. This is the third time mm-hmm. I've watched both parts in the last year. That is brilliant. Yeah, I would agree with you. That is really brilliant. I mean, who would have thought of that? And it really is poignant to today because there's all you know. There's controversy about. Sanctuary studies. We don't do. You, do you want to give a little bit of overview of the episode, or do you just want to encourage? Um, I think I'll just say you know an overview of what I thought about it. Okay. Um, so uh, it's 2024, 2024. Somehow, uh, Cisco and Bashir end up in that time. They are considered gimmies. Is that right? That's right. They are considered gimmies because they don't have a place to live. But they're but also hard. Workers. They're also hard workers. And then you've got people called the Dims that are crazy, but they're not. They're, they're not, not mean. mean or anything. Yeah. The ghosts are the ones that are causing the riots. Mm-hmm. And then um, somehow during this episode, uh, they find out about the riots that are in honor of Gabriel Bell. 
Well, so there's this character named Gabriel Bell. Yes. Who, so Cisco sees this uh, calendar when they're getting their IDs straightened out so they can go into the uh, sanctuary cities. And and I did so, not know that. Yeah, <laughs> and Cisco knows a little bit of history. Mm. And he remembers that there was this thing called the, the Bell Riots that are coming up in a week in this area. And what's special about these riots is they take hostages and this guy named Gabriel Bell protects the hostages and ends up dying in, in the uh, mad rush to get them free. Well, because he protects the hostages, he becomes a symbol for the resistance. And it kind of starts to sway public opinion away from sanctuary cities. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit. And then do you want to talk more about what happened? Um, Or do we just want to encourage people to go and see it? uh, Actually, I think it would be better if you you explain a little bit more because... uh... Okay, so... They, they realize that they have to keep things on track, so they're trying to stay low and stay out of everybody's way. Through an odd series of events, there's a fight, and Gabriel Bell dies. Now they're like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Another odd series of events, they get caught up in the hostage situations, and there's this crazy guy who takes the hostages. I have to say something about the crazy guy, because you mentioned that he's actually a producer of movies. Yeah, uh, I don't think he worked on shows, DS9. right? Yeah, I, I, I read somewhere that he was a producer. He didn't work on DS9, but he produced other shows. Yeah. And, and who knows if that's true or not, but that's what I read on the internet. And they brought him in because they couldn't find anybody to do the role. And I think he only did those two episodes of acting, and the rest of his work is behind the camera. He was really good. He was shockingly good. He was very good. Yeah. He really did, um, he really was crazy. I mean, he really did um, uh, act like a very crazy ghost. I know, yeah, yeah. Crazy person that was... He's a ghost, which is the more violent, crazy people. Yeah. And Cisco and Bashir go in to help because they don't want any, anyone to get killed. And Cisco tells them that his name is Gabriel Bell. Without right. giving too much more of the episode away, because it is, I think it's a really cool episode to watch. And it kind of feels like a mini movie to me. It does. Yeah. Okay, so so let me ask you a question, because I didn't even, we didn't talk about this. What did you think about your, um, the interaction between uh, Chris, uh, what's his last name, Chris Brenner and, and Dax? Yeah, so Dax also gets transported back to the same time, yeah. but she's separated from Cisco and Bashir. Mm-hmm. I liked it because to me, Chris Chris represents the guy who was an outlaw when he was younger, a little bit of a rebel, and through time, through experiences, he kind of sells out to the system, and he kind of he identifies with the system, but he also identifies with being outsider, being an outsider, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what made him more receptive to helping Dax. Right. What, what are your thoughts on Chris? Um, I wasn't sure because I didn't know if he was trying to help her or I didn't know what, what the relationship was going to be. But it sounded like he really was trying to help her. And then somehow he, she was able to get into the sanctuary city through the, um, the sewer system. Well, she got in without right. she got in without his help. Well, without his help, he, she was able to get in. Yeah, he helped her with other stuff that people should watch the show for. I'm curious what you thought about the cops, especially the older cop, Vin. The one that didn't didn't really seem to care. Yeah, but ended up helping them out. Um, you know, I wasn't sure what to think about him because he just he didn't think it didn't seem like he really cared about the people, as far as um, Cisco and Bashir went. Because they were trying to figure out where Dax was. They were trying to get out of there. And he was like, well, you know, this is what you need to do. And uh, if you don't want to do it, then good luck, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't sure what to think about him. 
I, I, I really didn't know what to think. That's why I like that episode, is because you still don't know what to think. I don't. After you've seen, I don't know whether I like you've him. seen it a couple of times. I don't know whether I like him. I don't know whether I don't like him. I just, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess it's uh, that was a really good character for him because you, you really, maybe he was one of those mysterious characters that you didn't have to know. Yeah. But anyways, Watts Past Tense Parts 1 and 2, I think they're very applicable to these times. Uh, maybe we should mention a comical part Go of ahead. the show. Go ahead. When, they, um, when everybody on, um, on the ship was trying to find uh, um, Dax, Bashir, and uh, Cisco. Cisco, and they ended up in the 60s. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and then what would happen is O'Brien and Kira beam down. And they use a transporter to go back in time to find them. And they beam down in the 60s, and they hear all this loud music, and they're trying to talk, and they can't hear each other. And then these hippies come by and hand them flowers, and then they're, they're trying to imitate the peace sign with the hippies, and then they get transported away. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yes, the flower children. Yes, yes. So that was a great episode. But we also watched yes. duets. Yes. Tell me your thoughts on that episode. Um, I, so I was a little bit confused because... There's a um, lot of turns in that one. There's a lot of twists and turns in that one. And I, I actually thought that he was... Um, I actually thought that guy that was sick with uh, Colinora, which sounds like culinary. Yeah. It also sounds like cholera. Um, Colinora uh, disease. I thought that um, he really might have been... Um, uh, Darheel. Yeah, the war criminal. Right, Darheel, the war criminal, but it turns out that he really wasn't. And he gets killed at the end. Spoiler yes. alert if you haven't seen it. He, he died, and he cried. What, what really got to me is when he was like, and I had to, and he had to cover his ears because he, you know, and he was talking about the horrible screams of the Bajorans. Yeah. And he's like, I had to, I had to cover my ears. I had to cover my eyes because I, and, and, and he was coming back to reality. Yeah, and he was like, "Wait a minute, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm not, le- I'm not this person." Well, he always knew he wasn't that person, but he wanted to imitate him so that the Bajorans would have somebody to put on trial because he was a record clerk, so yep. he knew things that the Bajorans didn't know. Right. So they put him on trial. He could reveal things that would help the Bajoran people out later on. Yeah, but then I don't, why he was killed, I don't know. So, he, the reason he was killed is mm-hmm. because. Remember that guy who was in the prison with him earlier on uh, in the episode? I think so, yeah. Okay, so he killed him. And he killed him because I believe he was a Bajoran. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, at the point when he was killed, everybody thought he was Gold to Hill. Right. Right. They didn't know he was the other dude, except for Kira and the senior staff. So yeah. that guy thought he was he was killing a war right. hero, right, 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 or, or a war, not a war hero, a, a war, war criminal. criminal. Yeah. So the guy that was with him thought that he was because he wasn't he talking to Kira about it. He was talking to Kira, and he confessed to Kira, but nobody else knew. They all thought that he was the war criminal. Ah. Uh, so that's why that guy ran up and killed him. But not the guy in the prison. <laughs> no, no, no. So the guy in the prison was released. Okay. And then he ended up killing him at the end of the episode. He ended up killing. Uh, he ended up killing Maritza. Yes. He ended up killing Maritza at the end of the episode. Okay. Even though he wasn't the, the, the right guy. Right. But the guy who killed him didn't know that. Oh. Because only Kira and the senior staff knew that he was Maritza. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. And, and that's how it ended. That's how it ended. I mean, I was like, whoa. What? <laughs> yeah. Most Star Trek episodes uh, from the other series would not end. Like that. Like that. No. 
it was interesting because it made me think of kind of like the Nuremberg trials, you know. Mm. I, I'm not. I where they tried the uh, Nazi uh, criminals. Uh, um, yes, I think I I need to read more about that history. <laughs> Nuremberg trials, yeah. Yes. Well, what about the Salem witch trials? No, because Maritza was purposely setting himself up to be caught. Oh, I see. He wanted to be tried and executed. The sa- now, now I still, I, I, you still have not read The Crucible, right? I have not. I saw the movie that came out in the nineties with, uh, uh, with um, Winona Ryder. I think she was in that. No, you got to read the book. Okay. Because it, it's, um, I believe it's it's fiction, but it's based on the Salem witch trials, and. Um, these, of course, were back in the days of the Puritans. And if anybody said, I saw so-and-so with the devil, or I saw so-and-so dancing naked in front of, or, or making a, a sacrifice in front of a whatever it is. I saw somebody making a, sa- or, or, or burning a sacrifice, and it's devil worship or whatever. They would be hung in the town square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good book. And, and and there's a there's a controversy with um, one of the characters. Okay. Two of the characters. Okay. I mean, I know a little bit about the Salem Witch Trials, but yeah. Um, but it, the Crucible is a very good play. Okay, I'll just check that out. I'll just, but I, I really enjoyed the episode, and I'm glad it seems like you enjoyed it too. Yes. It kind of felt like Law and Order in space in a way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Law and Order in space. Space. That'll be the next. <laughs> that would be fun. I'd watch it. But <laughs> well, they've done every other type of law. And Right? Yeah, Criminal Intent, SVU, Law and Order, the um, original series. And then Law and Order, the Space Years. The Space Years. <laughs> that's that's a good that's a good pitch. Yeah. We've also been catching up on a show that we've both watched a lot as kids. You yes. a little bit more, but I saw it a lot and really enjoyed it. Yes, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch more today. We are gonna watch. We're gonna watch DS. I think we should watch an episode of DS Nine followed by some Fresh Prince. What do you think? Oh, I thought it was. I thought we did that already. We did that yesterday, but we're gonna do that. I think we should do that today. What episode are you thinking? Of DS Nine. Yeah. I'm. Th- uh there's a good one. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to give away what happens in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know the. I know the episode number, but I don't know the title of the episode offhand. Hmm. Yeah, but but we we will watch more Fresh Prince after that today. I think. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I really like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. I have it. I don't know if we should go here, but I have some issues with the later seasons. Oh goodness. Do so. We go here or no. We'll, we'll give the abridged version. So I want to say, I I think that the first se- three seasons of the show are great. Just like amazing television, lots of fun. You know, not every episode is great, but I think overall it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I think the show was horrible after that, but I think that they made some missteps. Replacing Aunt Vivian, getting rid of Janet Hubert was one bringing in a new actress who is probably a nice lady, but I just I just couldn't relate to her as Anthony. The, the, the chemistry didn't seem there. No. And I would agree with you on that. It just sort of seemed like she was there, but it didn't seem like she was serving a real purpose except just being there, right? And uh, they had a kid who aged six years in like a week. And I said I didn't care so much about that. <laughs> It's and and I and this is where we differ because I think it's the same reason I can't watch Family Ties. Family Ties? Oh, oh yeah, with Andy. Yeah. 
and I and I, I I'm trying I'm trying to get him to kind of relax on this because this is this is just this is just a TV show. If it were happening in real life, it wouldn't happen that way. You would have to have six years uh, until the kid was six. Yes. But this is just a show. They play with time a lot. They play with time with they play with time a lot on Frasier. Yeah, but um, Fra- here's the difference with Frasier. Mm, here we go. Okay. And Fresh Prince. Here we go. Fraser, they intentionally get things wrong. Like, it's more of a gag in the show that they're playing with time. This is... They they intentionally age the kid, but they still want us to believe that time goes normally. Right? So it's not part of the reality of Fresh Prince in the same way it's part of the reality with Fraser. And I, I don't really care so much about that. You're the only one I know that really cares about... <laughs> <laughs> I also think that the later episodes suffer from the very special episode syndrome, specifically when Will got shot. I don't really. Well, there was one, also another episode where uh, the, Uncle Phil has a heart attack, but I don't. Oh, I don't... That, that one was played for laughs, though. The what? one with the heart attack that was that was actually played for laughs. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Because it's been a while since I've seen it. It's not a very special episode. I, I watched it many times as a kid. It's there's the drum of him having a heart attack, but it's actually played for laughs. I gotta see. We gotta see that. Anyway. We can watch someone today if you want. But but um but no. I mean, I I personally don't care about those things. I really am encouraging him to watch more of it because, I mean, I liked it. I oh, really by the did. by the way, I I, I I still love the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I've watched I watched a, a ton of it as a kid, and I will watch more of it with. I I think I think you should. I think you should give it a chance. I mean, but even it, if even if the the time's weird and the I mean, I I think if you. If you try not to think about that so much, like I've been telling you, it just takes me out of the show. <laughs> and it's not a real, it's not a real life scenario. So no, of course, it's but gonna... when I'm watching a TV show, I want to forget that I'm not watching real life. <sighs> but it is real. It's the I know. Trying to... No, I it's know, it's not I... real, and it's not going to be real. So just I know that, but I want to forget that when I'm watching TV. Mm, see what I have to deal with. See what I have to deal with. You have to deal with a thoughtful person. No, a very analytical, the a very analytical person that won't let me enjoy a show because it's too analytical. Ah! Now you sound like Jeff. Ah! <laughs> and Jeffrey throws him out of the yeah. house. Yeah. It's like Jeffrey and and Jeffrey's there, and he's like, "Oh no." <laughs> okay, and then you and then you don't you see the friend in the house, and you hear ah, and you see him being thrown out. <laughs> He's so funny on that show. What do you think about the shows that I suggest that we watch? I mean, episodes? this has all been really good. Mm-hmm. This all, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm criticizing the show, but I, I, I think there's a, obviously I, I love the show. I, I like the, um, I really like the one where a uh, jazz sits, um, sits Will up with his sister, Janet and everything goes one. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then she ends up with Carlton. Yes. <laughs> you want some more water? What? You want some more water, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you going to do? I'm going. You're going to hand deliver the notes. He's like, there we go. You know who I feel bad for? What? Uh, as far as the entire cast goes, mm. is uh, uh, Alfonso Rivera. You feel bad for Alfonso Rivera? Absolutely. Why? He was so good as Carlton. It must be really hard for him to get cast in anything else because mm. he's he's great in that role. Maybe he didn't, maybe he just didn't want to act. I mean, the last thing I saw him in, and literally this is true, and I don't watch this show 
often because it's so visual. Right. But when I was watching it with my family, he was on a show called Dancing with the Stars. Okay. And this was back in like the mid twenties when it was first coming out. I didn't care for the show. I, I it was something that I could watch with my family, but I didn't really care because the, the you know that there's a lot of dancing, and I'm like oh, yeah, I can't see that. Um, but he was on Dancing with the Stars, and apparently he was very good. And I don't think he won, but they get like a um, <clears throat> a bunch of celebs like him to dance on the show, and it sounds like a fun show, but but he's not getting any acting gigs. So. I don't know. I have no idea. He may he may have, but maybe he's one of those actors that want to take a break and have a family and do uh, things with his family and. Well, not the act. show ended in '96, babe. That's one hell of a break. Yeah, but maybe he didn't want to act anymore for a while. I mean, Joey Lawrence wasn't acting for a while. That's true. Either. He he went and had a family. Mm. He went and got married and had a family, from nice. what I understand. Nice. And he was also on Dancing with the Stars. But but uh, but from what I heard from the actors and actresses that were on other shows before Dancing with the Stars, I heard that they actually did have a good time. That's good to know. Yeah, but I I don't personally like the show because it, it's too visual. Really? Yes. Have you been having any interesting dreams recently? I had a couple dreams last night. Um, the one dream, I, I don't remember what I was saving onto my my computer, but I was saving something and I was in a hurry to save it. And I finally did save it. And then the last dream I had, I was at somebody's house. <clears throat> and for some reason, I set a ringtone to joy to the world, right? And yeah. And I just could not ignore the person. Well, I didn't answer the phone, but I was trying to, to stop the phone from ringing. And I'm like, why did I set this ring? And I can't, <laughs> I can't ignore the person. Now, would, would you, would you, you know, you had some weird dreams too, didn't you? That I were did. weird. I won't say the person's name, yeah. but there's a really, really good friend of mine who is married. And by all indications... Even in our very private phone conversations, he seems to be very happily married to one person. Seemed to have a really good marriage. Mm -hmm. In my dream last night, he picks me up with another woman. And this lady is driving the car. He's kind of, I think he's in front and I'm in back and we're talking. And he says, oh, this is my second wife. My other wife is still at home, but I'm married to two women now. The second woman has uh, dishwater blonde hair. And we're talking, we're talking, and I find it weird. He has two wives now. The car starts to break it down. It's, it's almost out of gas, and it's a really bad car. They say they only pay two, paid $200 for it. The yeah. car eventually <laughs> stops. We're about halfway to his place. We get out of his car to look around, and then the dream ends. <laughs> I had this other dream that I'm going to this comedy club. I'm hanging out at the club, and this comedian who's like one of these intellectual comics, comes into this place with his new book, and he says, Rick, will you come up on stage and help me read this book? We're going to read passages from my new book. So I go up on, on stage with him, and every word is this like super long, hard-to-pronounce word. <laughs> so I start to say to him, I'm like, hey, listen, um, do you, you just want me to make funny comments while you read from the book? And he's like, no, no, no. So in front of an audience, I'm like sounding out the words... And it's taking me like a minute to get through each sentence. And he's doing it in like, you know, five seconds or whatever. <laughs> and then at some point the audience just stops laughing at what I'm doing. 
And then I wake up. <laughs> I didn't tell you about a dream I had in the past. I think tell it me. might have been a couple years ago, or maybe I don't. I don't remember how long it was that I had it, but it was a really, really weird dream. Mm. And I think it's because I've been watching a lot of talented, talent-oriented shows. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I had a dream that I was audition. I was doing something for Simon Simon Cowell. And I was, uh, I got my flute out, and I don't, I don't remember if I was going to, um, what I was going to play, but he said, all right, I want you to play the Oscar Mayer Bologna song on the flute. <laughs> and I did. And then I woke up. I'm like, of all the songs I could play, like a a pretty classical song, uh, a pop song that I was thinking about playing, he wanted me to play the Oscar Mayer Baloney song. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still think a lot of our dreams um, come uh, subconsciously throughout things that have happened or things that we that have happened during the day, I think. And I, I think the jury's still out on dreams. I don't think the jury's still out. Oh. I, I don't think it's as complicated as some people make it out to be. And I, you're looking at me as you say some people. Yeah, some people. Oh. <laughs> she just hit me. Some ah, people. Ah. <laughs> well, Elena? Is it Elena? No. Elena? No. Alana? Yes. Alana, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, actually, I don't have anything to talk about. Um, except uh, I, 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 you know, watch the the episodes that we talked about. I think I think um, you'll all like it. And uh, <clears throat> Meluca products are wonderful. They really are. I do not condone nor condemn that message. <laughs> You don't condone it? Or condemn it. Or condemn it. Or condemn it. But Why would you I not can, condone it? What, what I can say from my experience, it's good. Why would you not condone it? I just don't go on and endorse products, babe. Oh. They haven't paid me enough money yet. Well, I would do it even if they didn't pay me. Right. Oh. All right. Uh, and with that note, uh, we're out. <laughs> we're out. Till next time. Till next time. Okay. Very good, babe. Hold on. Hold on to you all. Hold on.